and hello to everyone out there. The band is all back together along with Stel Boyd and Jonathan Eli. Welcome to the Threes on Fire podcast. Uh, first of all, I just looked out my window just briefly. It is snowing for some odd reason. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's been that kind of a been that kind of a week. So, uh John, you want to explain your absence last week, my man? Like we got nothing last week. Nothing. <laughs> no, no, no power rankings, no dumbass of the week. Nothing, man. You good? Oh, I'm gravy now. All right. <laughs> Listen, man. Last week was another story. <laughs> What's her name? And and what time did you kick her out? <laughs> <laughs> And how many points did I have? Oh man, here, here you go. Uh, I plead the fifth and I plead more of the fifth. Okay, all right, no problem. All right, uh, you cannot confirm nor deny that. All right, go ahead, get yep. your Bill Clinton on, man. Yep. All right, well, let's uh, let's let's kick off today's show and get right into it uh, and talk about this uh, wild. NCAA men's tournament that is uh, going on right now. Uh, we will talk about uh, this game that is happening as we speak, uh, as we go forward in the show. But let's jump back to Thursday for a second. And the ultimate choke artist, Gonzaga, did it again. Uh, they lost 74 to 68 to Arkansas. Um, Gonzaga had been flirting with disaster this whole tournament. Like, they were having slow starts, getting behind at halftime. Now, fortunately for them, they were able to, you know, weather the storm in those first couple of games. But I just remember thinking that as the competition level increases, their odds of being able to pull one of those off is going to go down. And I didn't expect it to happen to Arkansas. Did not expect Arkansas to be that team that was going to jump up and knock them off like that. I really figured it was going to be between the Texas Tech and Duke winner that was going to blow the doors off these guys because of how bad they were starting. And Gonzaga goes home. Again. 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 I mean, which is not how you start. It's how you finish. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can trust this team. You know, I don't care how good of a regular season they have. I don't know if I trust this team and put them in that number one spot again. And I mean, number one overall. I'm not going to sit up here and say they didn't deserve to be a number one seed, but here they are. You're the number one overall seed again. And you don't even make the Elite Eight this time. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and as if, you know, as if Thursday wasn't already starting to go wild, you lose another number one seed because Arizona gets the doors blown off of them by Houston. Yep. And I want to I want to I want to make this one small like minor I don't want to call it a complaint, but it's something that that I definitely want to talk about as far as it pertains to Houston. Now, 
you're not supposed to give, you know, these these uh, lower seeded teams like Houston a virtual home game. No. Yeah. They're practically at home because they're playing. I mean, it's not like San Antonio is like like five six hours away. This was a glorified home game for Houston, and and it showed uh, yesterday. Because I, I was watching that uh, Houston Villanova game, um, that crowd was like three fourth Houston. Yeah. yeah. Well, so that was that was our our, our Thursday night in the tournament I think where we I, saw I think Arizona. Uh, I just want to say I think Arizona just caught a bad break because I mean that's that's close to them. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Well, well, well. Here we go. We move on to uh, Friday night, and I mean, Friday night, everything pretty much. Uh, I mean, so to speak, held serve. I mean, North Carolina did beat uh, UCLA. UCLA was the four seed in that bracket, but, but, if you read the titles for our show. The title for last week's show was about St. Peter's. I fully expected St. Peter's to come to Philly <laughs> on, on Friday, have a good showing, get sent home, go back up the turnpike. It's Sunday, and we are a few hours away from St. Peter's playing for the East Regional Championship against North Carolina. Now, Sadell, I know, I know that you are over there pulling hard for St. Peter's. I know it. You don't even have to, like, like forget, forget what we're going to talk about, you know, next. I know you would love nothing more than for your number one rival to get snuffed out today. I mean, you are right. But there's this little. See, part of me that wants revenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and, okay, and right yeah. Now, but you'll take it though. You'll you'll take no, it. No, I would definitely take St. Peter's embarrassing North Carolina today. <laughs> well, St. St. Peter's uh, beat Purdue uh, sixty-seven to sixty-four on Friday. Uh, also, um, you talk about these these. Uh, lower seeded teams, uh, we have a 10 uh, who played an 11 on Friday playing for the uh, Midwest Regional Championship. It's uh, Miami who beat Iowa State. Miami is actually playing Kansas right now. And I said we would discuss what was happening right now. Uh, it is Kansas leading 21 to 20 with 7.45 to go in the first half. Well, a couple of tickets got punched to the Final Four on Saturday. Uh, Sadell, go ahead and take your victory lap. Uh, the Duke Blue Devils beating Arkansas 78-69. to Coach K, once again, in the Final Four. I'm going to be quiet and let Sadell have his money. <laughs> man, I told you before we got on the air, man, I don't need a monologue about this because the job is not done. We cut down. We cut down one set of nets, and we just, you know, we prepare to see who our opponent is. 
and we're going to, you know, finish this thing out in the, by next week. So, you know. <laughs> I'm going to save the gloating. I'm going to save the gloating. I am really irritated by your current state of happiness right now. I'm really, like, <laughs> I'm, really I'm really, I'm really bothered by this, man. I, I really am. I, I'm sitting there like, can somebody please do something, man? Please do something. Please, man, end, please end this national nightmare, man. Like, seriously, yeah. anybody. It, can anybody, please? I, yeah. I, I'm not trying to see it, man. No, I don't want him having no walk off into the sun with no net around his neck. No. No, nope. Nope. Won't happen. That won't happen. Well, listen, well one team that I would absolutely <laughs> Oh, I was going to say, this is like Infinity Ward. <laughs> if they don't aim for the head. <laughs> you should have wow. aimed for the head. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, uh, one, thing I, one thing I did forget to mention, uh, St. Peter's, uh, the first ever 15 seed to make it as far as the Elite Eight. But yes. – um, I'm going to talk briefly about this, and I'm actually going to talk more about it later on because of who it involves, but Villanova, in the Final Four, again, they beat Houston 50-44. to 44. Uh, Houston just couldn't get anything to drop last night. No. And Villanova took advantage, however... However, Injury. this does not come with a bunch of good news uh, for Villanova. Um, they they lost one of their starters uh, to uh, – we don't know exactly what the extent of the injury is as of yet. Uh, but, yeah, it was, it, was, it was real rough to see, man. Real rough to see. Yeah. Uh, just, Justin Moore. Uh, yeah. It was in the last minute of the game. Uh, <laughs> something happened to his lower leg. He didn't break anything, but uh, it looked like Achilles. Yeah, possibly. yeah, it looked like his Achilles. Um, he just, he just like was dribbling, like he was cro- like doing a crossover, and then he just fell. Yeah, yeah. And then he he tried to get up, and he fell again. Uh, he was out during the. Uh, celebration after the game uh, on crutches. So a key member of the Wildcats is possibly done for the rest of this tournament. Uh, We'll see if Villanova can, can persevere through that. Um, And I mean, Jay Wright has already won a couple of national championships. He could be in position to win another one you know, seeing how things shake out and what their matchup is going to be in that uh, first game on Saturday night next week. And speaking of next week, John, I just had a realization, man. I just had this realization. You just had it? WrestleMania could not have picked one of the worst times to go on because they're going to be going head-to-head Saturday night against the Final Four. Yes, uh, they are. Well, that's a packed weekend as far mm-hmm. as as far as hockey goes, NBA, and the tournament, and Mania. Mm-hmm. So, 
I mean, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna need like another TV, another screen, or something. Like, yeah, like I'm gonna have stuff on my phone, on my laptop, the TV, and, and it's, it's gonna be a real wild weekend next weekend. Uh, but before we do get into that, because I do want to talk about WrestleMania week, uh, one football note to pass on: uh, Tyreek Hill traded from the Kansas City Chiefs to the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins giving up uh, three picks in this year's draft, uh, a first, a second, and a fourth, and two picks in next year's draft. Um, What does this say about what Miami is trying to do? I mean, is Tua going to be able to – like I, I guess are they are they saying, hey Tua, we're giving you the weapons you need. Like this is your year to figure it out, or you're gone. Or are they going to move in a different direction? I think that this is the year where they're like, all right, look, we gave you Waddle, now we're giving mm-hmm. you Tyreek. I think they picked up the one guy from the Niners, no uh, uh, start. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 running back, right, and they still have everybody else uh, in. So this could be like a put up or shut up year for him. Yeah, it's well, the I think uh, I think this is a put up or shut up year for the Dolphins. Period. Yeah, I agree. I mean. You're talking about what they had a they had a winning record last year, and you fired a head coach. That's the other so, thing I want to see. Well, they was trying to they was trying to pay the head coach to lose those games. So, yep. Oh man, <laughs> listen. If you guys haven't, if you yeah. guys haven't heard it, like we have a, a pretty lengthy segment on uh, Brian Flores in the archives, so you guys can go through and check that out. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know what the Dolphins are doing right now, uh, but we'll we'll see. We'll see how this 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 roster shakeup uh, helps them going in the long run, and what happens with uh, Tua, and whether or not they're going to move on from him this year, next year, or whatever. All right. Well, John, we brought it up. We mentioned it. Um, WrestleMania is, is this coming weekend. It's another two-night affair starting on Saturday night. But if you really want to be honest, WrestleMania starts Monday. Yes. And it is going to be a week-long thing. Uh, if you're into wrestling, period, point blank, this is your week. Because you will have wrestling every day this week. Oh, every day. Every day this week. So, I mean, you're talking about hours upon hours of just almost nonstop wrestling during the week. Um, But we'll talk right now about WrestleMania. Uh, Night one uh, has five, right now, five scheduled matches set to take place. Uh, You have both uh, the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championship matches. Uh, on Saturday night, uh, it will be Becky Lynch defending her Raw Women's title against Bianca Belair. Uh, Bianca Belair, of course, main evented the first night of WrestleMania last year. She she main evented night one, right? 
I believe so. Okay. Uh, you have uh, Charlotte Flair defending her SmackDown Women's Championship against the returning Ronda Rousey. Um, can they stop letting these two talk? <laughs> just, just listen. Like, like, and, and this isn't this isn't a slight or anything like that. I just want to like, like, just everybody isn't a good talker. And Ronda Rousey is not a good talker. Like, no. she's like early Brock Lesnar when it comes yeah. to talking. Yeah. It, she just doesn't seem comfortable doing it. So, no. like, let's talk more ass kicking. Yes, that that's that's where I would go with that. Uh, we have a singles match between Happy, uh, Happy Corbin and Drew McIntyre. Uh, I think that's my piss break match because anytime, <laughs> uh, anytime him and Madcap Moss come on my television, I'm, I turn it off. I can't do it. I really can't. I can't. Like, that's it's, a beer it's like yeah. it's, that's a beer. It's not. <laughs> it's not even like like like. And here's the thing, and and, and Sadell, I want to explain something to you, right? I, I know, I know you 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 understand certain things about wrestling, but here's here's. Here's where I'm at with it. there. There are certain types of bad guys, right? Yeah. yeah. Triple H, who just retired, right? right? To me, is the ultimate bad guy because I desperately wanted to see him get his ass whooped every, every time I saw him go to the ring, right? Every week. Every week. I wanted to see him get his ass whooped, right? Yeah. That's a good bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good bad guy. Excellent bad guy. But if you're a bad guy that I just don't want, I don't care. I don't <laughs> care about this this Baron slash Happy Corbin Mad Cat Ma. I don't want to watch it. It's not even entertaining. It's not like it's not funny. It's not like it's not even enough where like you build up enough energy to be like, yeah, I want to see him get his ass whooped. No, I want to see him off of my television screen. <laughs> Is this like when uh I don't know if y'all think the same way, but remember when Shane McMahon was kind of like <laughs> this bad guy kind of thing? No, no, because no. I would have paid good money to see Shane get his, get his ass, ass whooped. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I don't really. care. <laughs> I don't care. Like, yo, I would rather watch a National Geographic special <laughs> on oh. the secret sex life of wildebeest then watch this dude on my TV, man. And the crazy thing is, right, the, the crazy thing is, I didn't always feel this way about Baron Corbin. No. I actually have a Baron Corbin T-shirt from his time in NXT. Why? Like, he was actually wait, a wait, badass. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Why? He sunk in NXT, oh, that, that Oh, no, no. That lone wolf gimmick, I like that. Yeah. I like that. He was, yeah. he was actually good. Now yeah, I yeah, don't it care. It did because they called yeah. him up and they changed this whole thing around. And yeah. now he's a clown. I don't. I, I'm good. I'm good. Like, look, anything. I I'm not watching that match, man. I'm not. I refuse to. Uh, and then you have uh, two tag team matches. Uh, the Usos defending their SmackDown Tag Team Championships against Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Books. And a celebrity match between uh, the Mysterios, Ray and his son Dominic Mysterio, taking on the Miz 
and Logan Paul. Um, <laughs> in my opinion, I hope Logan Paul wipes the floor with both those guys because I'm tired of seeing Mysterio's on my TV. Oh no, you do what? What do you got what? against Rey Mysterio? You don't like Rey Mysterio? This time's gone. What do you got against Rey Mysterio? No. You remember the Royal Rumble? Where uh, that's not his fault. No, 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 no. You remember the Royal Rumble where we were all hoping that Daniel Bryan was going to be uh, in? Yeah. I remember. And then he comes out. No. I remember. Stop it. No. That's not his fault, though. Oh, it That's is. That's not his fault. fault. He How is that his fault? He should have retired. He can still go, man. He can. Yeah. Now, now, one thing I will say is I will say I'm not necessarily – well, not even – I can't even say necessarily. I'm not really feeling nepotism here with his son being on the main roster, like, yeah. like straight out, like with no season and no nothing. And I get it. No Ray, you know, Ray trained him. But I would have rather saw him start off in NXT. Yes. Yep. So, I I, oh, here's my thing. I wouldn't be surprised if he turns – on his, oh, on his dad. Oh, on his dad. Yeah. And what I would love to see is, I would love to see him show up on NXT and be a part of Legado Del Fantasma. That would be nice. But it won't happen. No, it won't happen. And I just wanted to say that, I just wanted to say that team's name because Electra Lopez, man. If you, Ooh. fellas, if you Ooh. have not seen Electra Ooh. Lopez, go to your phone, Go to your computer, wherever you're listening from. Google her name, and yep. it, you're welcome. That's all I'm gonna. You're welcome. All right. Uh, moving on to night two of WrestleMania, which will take place next Sunday. Uh, you have a fatal four-way tag team match for the women's tag team championships. Uh, the champions, Queen Zelina and Carmella, defending against Sasha Banks and Naomi. Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan and Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Uh, John, Why? this has got to be the most thrown-together match Why? on the card. Why? <laughs> I mean, I get why. but no, I, I still don't get why. I, I, listen, I get why. Because they have, to, they, like, they have to have the titles defended. At some point, they can't just like hold on to the titles and not defend them, but... They they don't they don't treat the women's tag team champions with any type of importance. No, you're absolutely right about that. But um, but no. Go ahead. But no, this match should be on the pre-show. No, sorry. Oh, I mean, nights of WrestleMania. You better not have no damn pre-show. <laughs> Seriously, you better not have no damn. Pre-show. You better have enough. You got enough. Space in these two nights, it ain't no need for no pre show, man. And I listen, matter of fact, we talked about it before, man. I sat there at WrestleMania 34, man, like it was the longest night of my life. Like, you don't, you don't, it, WrestleMania does not need to be eight hours long, man. Correct. It don't, it doesn't. Wow. All right, uh, you have a triple threat tag team match for the Raw Tag Team Championships. RK Bro, that's Randy Orton and Riddle, taking on Alpha Academy and the Street Profits. Uh, shoosh. <laughs> on the low, John, on the low, 
this match might might uh steal the show. Uh possibly, but it's not that match. I have another match that could possibly steal the show. But go ahead. Yeah, I'm 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 actually listen, I'm actually looking forward to this one and I'm thinking we we're talking about uh talking about a possible uh heel turn for Dominic Mysterio. I think the expectation is that there's going to be a heel turn here, but the question is who's going to do it. I'm not going to give it away. I give it away, but we'll, we'll see what happens. And we will definitely talk about that. Not on next week's show, but the show after that. Um, another celebrity match, uh, Johnny Knoxville taking on Sami Zayn in the anything goals match. Uh, one thing I will say Johnny Knoxville will have no problem with getting thrown around. Or taking bumps. Or taking bumps. <laughs> so, at the very least, like, listen, it may not be a, a, a wrestling clinic. No. But it's definitely going to be a car crash, and it should be, it should be enjoyable. Um, I don't know if I would call this a celebrity match uh, because he has wrestled before. Uh, you got Pat McAfee taking on Austin Theory. Now um, this, now this is my match that I really? think might steal the show because Pat can actually wrestle. He can. He can. And 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 Austin Theory, you know, he can wrestle his ass off. So I'm yeah, very, if he's being, I'm being very pushed intrigued. like he's. Yeah, I'm very intrigued in this match because Pat McAfee can talk on the mic, and he mm-hmm. can back it up in the ring. Hmm? Yeah, Pat McAfee. I'll put it to you like this: If there Pat was McAfee. a guy, there was a guy that I think is just like tailor made for wrestling. It's Pat McAfee. Oh yeah. Like whether he was, whether he's an in ring guy and he's wrestling, or even if he was a manager, like he can talk his ass off. And you know how it, and, and you know how it all started. Uh, it was either the 2018 draft or the 2019 draft. He was talking all that trash. <laughs> oh, yeah, to, uh, to Titans fans. Yeah, he was roasting yeah. the Titans fans. I was like, yo. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, how about this? A dream matchup. Edge taking on AJ Styles. Um, this, listen. One thing I will say is this. As it pertains to AJ Styles at WrestleMania, uh, the match will either live up to expectations or it's going to fall flat. I don't think it's going to be I don't think it's going to be anywhere in between. It'll either be really good or it'll be really like uh, yeah. Just like the Nakamura match. Yeah, just like the Nakamura match because that was the match everybody, you know, Wrestling fans were like, oh, man, this is going to be great. And then it was just. Because it was part two. It was part two of the match. Eh, it don't matter, though. It don't matter. Right. Like, right. you have guys like that get out the way and a... let them Right. And I don't think they let them really go, you know, uh, how they should have gone. Because that should have been the match of the, you know, that should have been the match of the year yeah, at that time. It had, it had potential to be. And I'll say this, though. Uh, one thing, 
Edge has had some really good matches since he's come back. Yes. I do think if you're talking about the perfect person for Edge to be in there with, I would say AJ Styles. AJ Styles. Yeah. And, and he's definitely it. Edge is turn yo, the way his like presentation has changed now. Yeah. I like where this is going. I do. I like where this is going. And I hope that I hope that we get the match that we expect these two to put on. Uh, and finally, finally, the match of all matches. Uh, once again, it will be Brock Lesnar, the WWE champion, taking on Roman Reigns, the universal champion, in a unification title match. They're calling it a winner-takes-all match. Um, we talk about WrestleMania 34. These guys were the main event at WrestleMania 34. Fans and did not care. And times have changed now. Yeah. Fans did not care about that match at WrestleMania 34. This match right here, both of these guys have altered their characters in a way where, although we've seen this match before, this this match feels fresh. It feels new. It it, it definitely feels new. I got to admit, I did not realize that Brock Lesnar had this much charisma. I... I did. I kind of did. I kind of did. Because, like, he, you know, he is killing it right now. Oh yeah, he <clears> definitely is. This this cowboy Brock, like, <laughs> he has been. He has been amazing, and, and I'm not even just talking about the stuff that he's done, uh, just in the confines of being in WWE. If if in, if you haven't seen it. I would suggest you check out his interview on the Pat McAfee show. That's funny. <laughs> that yeah. was epic. Yeah. That was, that was absolutely positively epic. And another one that was good uh, was uh, his interview with Vince McMahon. I did not expect it to be like, I, I thought we were going to get like Vince McMahon and his Mr. McMahon character on the show. He no. wasn't. No. Like, Vince was humble. He was like, like he spoke like with a lot more honesty than I've ever heard him speak in any setting. Yes. And that's how we ended up getting the Pat McAfee Austin Theory match because uh, Austin Theory is like Vince McMahon's pet project. So, yeah. Um, now, I know everybody did not hear me mention anything about Seth Rollins and anything about Cody. Nope. It's 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 going to happen, but it hasn't been announced yet. So I expect him to either show up Monday or one of these two nights of WrestleMania. It's gonna happen. Yeah, but it's gonna happen. I think every everybody already like it's already been leaked that he signed. So there's no, like, mystery of whether or not this is going to happen. They've been dropping little bitty hints here and there, you know, you know. But this this is why I say the internet ruins everything, man. It does. They want, like, come on, man. It would have been great to have him just show up and it be a surprise. Yes. We talked about it last year with Punk showing up. It would have been great for it to be a surprise. Oh, so, I, I, the build for this WrestleMania has been up and down. You know, you got some matches here that do feel like WrestleMania matches. 
And you got some matches here that look like you could have had this be like the third match on, you know, Monday Night Raw. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, dude, uh, this, like, there's no juice behind this women's tag team match. And don't get me wrong. I think I think they're going to have a very good match. I just don't think that the build has been such to say, okay, this is a WrestleMania match. No. Oh, and I, I think uh, Omos is supposed to be having a WrestleMania match as well. Why? Um, Why? I, you have, I don't know. Why? I, I don't know. Why? Look. I oh, oh I no, 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 no. You know what? I hope. I hope it's against Veer. Yo, man, that, like, yo, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because Veer is expected to show up to Monday Night Raw the night after WrestleMania. I'm telling you right now, man, if he is either up. going to be, listen, he's either going to be really good or it's going to remind me of Glacier from <laughs> WWE. And anybody that don't remember, like, WCW, like, all summer long, in 96, I, ran these commercials, these blood runs cold commercials. Yep. And it was like, who the hell is this dude? Who is this dude? And then he shows up. It's this small, practically scrawny looking, like sub zero cosplaying ass dude. <laughs> who sucked in the ring? To the ring dressed like sub zero. Yep. <laughs> and the music, and the music sounded like Mortal Kombat music. <laughs> then they had the lights down, and it was snowing for some odd reason in the arena. Like it was, yo, yo. If we if we ever sit back and do like like the most disastrous wrestling debuts, Glacier is somewhere in my top five, man. He is. Glacier is somewhere in my top five because all that build to that. That's no. what I spent the summer waiting for. Yeah, summer. Yeah. All, right. All right. Uh, again, um, if you're in the wrestling, you got a full week. It's your week. Uh, Raw Monday, NXT Tuesday, uh, AEW on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. You got uh, Impact on Thursday. Yep. You got SmackDown on Friday. AEW will also be on on Friday, and around yeah. the same time that uh, Rampage is on, WWE's uh, Hall of Fame ceremony will be going on. Yeah. Uh, the headliner, of course, is The Undertaker, which I, I am interested to hear what he has to say. He'll be inducted by Vince McMahon. And then you got the two nights. Matter of fact, it just keeps going. You get the two nights of WrestleMania, and then you get the Raw after WrestleMania, which is always a special time. Yes. All right. So we're going to come back. Uh, We're going to give you our top five WrestleManias of all time, and we're going to give you 15 more albums from off of our 100 greatest albums list. You are listening to the Threes on Fire podcast. are back with the Threes on Fire podcast as it stands right now. Miami leading Kansas at halftime. 
35 to 29 Miami trying to turn this uh, final four into an ACC part. ACC. If I'm not mistaken, I think you may have to go back to 1985 to the last time any conference had three teams make it all the way to the final four. Um, you're probably right. Because it was Nova. Was it Nova, Georgetown? It was Nova, Georgetown, and St. John's. Yeah. Yeah. And the odd team out was Memphis. Yeah. All right. So uh, before we get into our uh, fifth, uh, greatest albums list, uh, John, give, give me your top five uh, WrestleManias of all time. Uh, not in any particular order because I don't want uh, people to get mad. Uh, mm-hmm. I have WrestleMania 17, mm-hmm. WrestleMania 19, mm-hmm. WrestleMania 3, mm-hmm. WrestleMania 10, and WrestleMania 21. Okay, now see, uh, I have 17, 19, 30, 14. And in my toss-up, I'm slightly leaning towards 24 over 20. And I'll take 24 over over 20 because that bad Goldberg-Brock Lesnar match is in 20. So, yeah, I'm, I'm more inclined to go with 24. I will tell you right now, 24 to me, even with Bad Bunny's performance last year, 24 to me has the greatest celebrity match of all time with uh, Big Show versus Floyd Mayweather. That was a good match. Yeah, it was. But, it was. and but, but, but Floyd Mayweather didn't do a Canadian Destroyer. Uh, how the hell was little ass Floyd Mayweather going Canadian destroyer to Big Show? I mean, you could do it. <laughs> Let me explain something to you. If Floyd Mayweather had hit that move on the Big Show, I think I might have stopped rest- watching wrestling ever again. <laughs> ever. <laughs> like, Floyd is like 140 pounds soaking wet, man. Yeah. But. Still haven't Go seen ahead. It, but still haven't seen it. Yeah, it's yeah. It, because the Lawrence Taylor and Bam Bam Bigelow was the not the first uh, uh, celebrity match, right? No, you know the first celebrity match was Mr. T at WrestleMania One. Yeah, yeah, that was the first one. Yeah. And, and and my thing is people complaining about like like people complaining about Johnny Knoxville and and uh, Logan Paul being involved in it. like celebrities have always been a part of WrestleMania. Yes, always they have always been woven into the fabric of what WrestleMania is, whether it was appearances or whether it was matches. So I mean, fill in some type of way because you don't like. Logan Paul just is is bullshit. Like this has always been there. And now, now I said that Floyd Mayweather's match to me is the greatest celebrity match of all time. The greatest celebrity involvement of all time is Pete Rose getting dropped on his head at WrestleMania 14. By Kane. By by Kane. 
No, but I did not expect that. Like that whole, like that whole segment was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, so now, I don't know if you've ever seen it, and, and if you haven't, I'll, I'll, I'll send it so you can see it. It, it is, it is hilarious. It, it is absolutely hilarious, and you, you really don't expect, you don't expect it to go the way that it goes. All yeah. right. Well, listen. Uh, we have been giving you our 100 greatest albums of all time list. So it's time for another 15 albums to come off this list. Uh, I will I will try to briefly recap the first 40. We're not going to go into detail talking about the first 40. These were the first 40 albums that we gave out. Remember, again, this is no particular order. You have Ready to Die and Life After Death by the Notorious B.I.G. Thriller by Michael Jackson. King by T.I. It's Dark and Hell is Hot by DMX. The Blueprint by Jay-Z. The Purple Rain soundtrack by Prince. It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold the Fact by Public Enemy. The Chronic by Dr. Dre. Future Sex Love Sounds by Justin Timberlake. The Marshall Mathers LP by Eminem. The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill by, of course, Lauryn Hill. Butterfly by Mariah Carey, Paid in Full by Eric B. and Rakim, Equimini by Outkast, What's Going On by Marvin Gaye, Songs in the Key of Life by Stevie Wonder, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road by Elton John, Are You Experienced by Jimi Hendrix, Kind of Blue by Miles Davis, Inner Visions by Stevie Wonder, Reasonable Doubt by Jay-Z, All Eyes on Me by Tupac, Get Rich or Die Trying by 50 Cent, Enter the 36 Chambers by the Wu-Tang Clan, Graduation by Kanye West, The Score by the Fugees, Bigger and Deffer by LL Cool J, Things Fall Apart by The Roots, Low End Theory by A Tribe Called Quest, Liquid Swords by Jizza, The Infamous by Mob Deep, Extension Level Event by Busta Rhymes, Straight Outta Compton by N.W.A., Doggy Style by Snoop Dogg, Illmatic by Nas, Like a Virgin by Madonna, Celebrity by NSYNC, Tragic Kingdom by No Doubt and Misunderstood by Pink. Now, if you noticed, everything from 37 on down was non-hip-hop. These next 15 albums will see not a single hip-hop album on this list. And we are going to start with the 41st album on our list. Michael Jackson, again, on this list this time with Bad. Uh, fellas, when we talked about Michael Jackson, I think we were trying to figure out how many albums he definitely belong on this list. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think we ended up going with that three album run of his from off the wall to bad. Yeah. And we were kind of like debating on whether or not dangerous was going to also make this list and give him a fourth. I mean, but I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean so I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's hard for him not to dominate this uh this list. Mm -hmm. Well, he's he's up here again, and and matter of fact, uh, as we listed it off, I might as well just say it because he will he will appear in this fifteen. Uh, he was fifty third again with off the wall, so. All three of those albums in that run, uh, I guess from 79 to 87, the three albums that he put out, all three of them made 
our greatest albums list. Uh, number 42 on our list was Good Girl Gone Bad by Rihanna. Uh, this is where the controversy came in. And I, uh, this is where the controversy came in because John and Sadell were like, like having going at like, it, going at you know, knockdown drag out about, <laughs> about what Rihanna albums belonged on this list. And this is definitely the one that belonged on the list. Like, it is one. definitely second. <laughs> Here, we go. Here it goes. Here we go. So, no, definitely... go ahead. The one that definitely what? No, you go ahead and say what you about to say. No, I disagree. I think this is the one that definitely belonged on the list. I think the yeah. toss up was the second. Yeah, that was a toss up. A legitimate toss. Up. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, the way it went down, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Number- Number 43 on our list is Nevermind by Nirvana. 44 is Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen. 45, Meteora by Linkin Park. Uh, John, here we go. We start now talking. This is, about- now this is the oh, one that, yeah. Where were you at? Uh, well, I think me and you were going back and forth on which Linkin Park album was going to get picked because I had uh, um, hybrid theory. Yeah. And you had, you know, um, um, Meteora. Yeah. I, I think, I, I don't think that there was a wrong pick between those two, but I no. do think Meteora had, you know, just, just, it had a better sound. It had, it had a better sound to me. Uh 46 on our list, Invisible Touch by Genesis. 47, No Jacket Required by Phil Collins. Phil Collins, like Phil another, Collins. Guy, another yeah. guy in the 80s that just had a, a nice run. He had a very nice uh, run. 48, Follow the Leader by Korn. 49, My Life by Mary J. Blige. Um, this was another person that we had a debate on whether or not they deserve more than one album on this list. Correct. Yeah. And like she's she's been she's been killing it for what going on thirty years now. Yep. And it's heartless. Like it's it's weird saying that. Like because I, I know I'm not that old. Yeah. What on one was thirty years ago. Yep. Uh, 50, 50, Forever My Lady by Jodeci. 51, Crazy Sexy Fool by TLC. That is, like, easily their best album. Easily. Uh, 52, Secrets by Tony Braxton. I gave you 53 already, Off the Wall by Michael Jackson. 54 is Janet, period, by Janet Jackson. And 55, this is going to be the album that we make, we may get back last year. So let's let's talk about it right now because fifty five is R by R Kelly. Ah, boy. So the question becomes now: the question becomes now is how how easy is it to separate the man from the music? It's the same way that we. Uh, I can't even put the same way that we use Kanye because Kanye is just out there. He mm-hmm. wasn't charged with anything. 
Right. And I mean, I think that's the difference between like a guy being like, like, like mentally all over the place. Yes. Or even being, or even being an asshole. I mean, right. we right. know, we know what R. Kelly did. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, it's on a, it's on a big scale. But yes. how do, how do we going forward separate, you know, the music from the man? Like, can we separate the music from the man? Should we separate the music from the man? It's difficult, man. It's, well, um, yeah, because, you know, you know it's I almost know. like it's two different people. Yeah. <laughs> there's, what was it? Because there's R. Kelly, the uh, artist, and then there's R. Kelly in his personal life. So it's. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's now. Now here's here's where I am as far as R. Kelly is concerned, and I will uh, I will admit that in working on this list, I did listen to some R. Kelly albums, but my mindset on R. Kelly is like this: um, I don't actively seek his music out, but if I'm listening to a playlist that I have and he has a song on that playlist. I'm not going to turn it off. You I may that. not actively look. I, I may not actively go searching for his music, but I'm not like that jaded that if his music comes on, I'm like, well, I'm not listening to this. Yeah, right. No. Let me interject for you real quick, though, because there's also another part of R. Kelly. It's the part mm-hmm. that he also helps produce other people's songs too. Yeah. yeah. Right. And he's written other people's songs, so. Mm-hmm. How far do we want to go with that? Can we yeah. also kind of ostracize the songs he writ- writ- has written and produced for other people? Yeah, good point. Very good point. So. All right. Well, listen, that is the next 15 on our list. Uh, it's kind of been a non-arbitrary number of what amount we'll do every week until we get to the end. Uh, but we will give you guys more of that uh, next week. Also, next week, uh, we will preview the Major League Baseball season briefly and talk about the Phillies' chances of making the postseason this year. Uh, last couple of years, been there down the stretch, fell apart late, and last year was really okay. egregious because the schedule, quote-unquote, eased up a bit for them. They had some really bad teams on the schedule and did not take advantage of it. Uh, yep. Had a bad <laughs> shot, yeah. went down to it, and it got swept. The Braves end up not only winning the division, but winning the championship. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the Phillies uh, season coming up. Also, two weeks, two weeks away, John, two weeks away from my first Sunday game. There you go. And my first Sunday game. Yeah, man. Uh, Sidel, we got to get you out yeah. there. We got to get you out there. Make it a trifecta. <laughs> we got to – listen, man, we got to get you out there. Matter of fact, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna look at the schedule again, and, and we got to coordinate days, man. We got we to gotta get down there. Uh, so that means it is possible – it's possible that uh, – our recorded show on the 8th might be an on-location show. 
Yeah. Yeah. On location show live from Citizens Bank Park uh, when the Phillies take on the Oakland A's. All right. uh, Come back. Talk about the NBA. John is back finally with his uh, dumbass of the week. We should have gave you dumbass of the week last week for not showing up. No, no, but... no, 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 no. You should have gave me person of the week. You should have gave me person of the week, but. <laughs> hey, man, you didn't share that information until earlier today. So, no, like up until now, like you was definitely on that dumbass, dumbass of the week. Of the week. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with the NBA. You guys are listening to the Threes on Fire podcast. All right, we are back with the Threes on Fire podcast. It is our final segment, and that means it's time to talk about the NBA. But before we do, quick update from Chicago and the Midwest Regional uh, Championship game. Miami uh, up 37 to 34. The second half just began. Uh, Looks like I can't I can't see his last name, but God for Miami just got fouled. He'll go to the line for two. He looks yeah, he looks shaken up right now. Yeah, he took a hard fall. Yeah, I, yeah, he took a yeah, he took a really bad fall. All right, so uh let's talk about the scores from Saturday night. It was the Spurs over the Pelicans, 107 to 103. Uh the Kings over the Magic, 114 to 110. The Raptors. Oh my God! Did the Pacers even try to show up for this game? The even Raptors the beat the Pacers by forty. Yeah, even they put the fire alarm going off. One thirty-one to ninety-one. The Raptors beat the Pacers. John, your Bulls back in the win column, beating the Cavs ninety-eight to ninety-four. It was the Brooklyn Nets one ten. The Miami Heat ninety-five. Sadell, last week you said you didn't trust them, and the Heat. Had a very bad week this week. <laughs> very bad. So like you, 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 you hit that one on the head, man. You got that one right down the middle. So yeah, only four. Yeah, you, you, you called it. Uh, it was the Grizzlies without John Morant over the Bucks, one twenty-seven to one hundred two. The Nuggets over the Thunder, one thirteen to one hundred seven, and the Rockets over the Blazers, one fifteen to 98. So, do you know what that means? It is time to take a quick look at where we are as far as the standings in our two conferences go. As it stands right now, the Philadelphia 76ers have backdoored their way back into the top spot in the East, thanks to Miami falling apart. Sixers have won their last three. Miami has lost their last four. One of those wins for the Sixers came at the expense of the Miami Heat. Uh, Boston is third, uh, right behind Miami. Boston right now, hottest team in the East. They're on a five-game winning streak. The Bucks are the four seed currently. Both the Celtics and Bucks are a half a game behind the Sixers. The Sixers are in a virtual tie with the Heat uh, for the top spot. Uh, John's Chicago Bulls come in at the five seed. They are three and a half out from the top spot. However, they are two games away from being in the play-in line. Uh, the Raptors are the sixth seed. They are narrowly avoiding the play-in line. Uh, this is where, uh, John, y'all, y'all win last night against the Cavs was huge. And the win 
And also the win against the Raptors was also huge. Right. Because now we own the tiebreakers on both of them. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys have a clean one-game lead over the Raptors. Uh, you guys have 43 wins. They have The Raptors have 42. Uh, the aforementioned Cavs are in the play-in line now. They are the seventh seed. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets are eight. The Charlotte Hornets are nine. The Atlanta Hawks are 10. And it's looking right now as if that 9-10 matchup, unless the Nets like start to fall back a little bit, because they are one game in front of the Hornets, uh, it'll be the Hornets and Hawks and the Nets against whoever uh, from five to seven ends up sliding into that seven spot. Over in the Western Conference, the Phoenix Suns come in as the number one team in the West still. They are the hottest team in basketball. Again, they're on a seven-game winning streak. Uh, the Grizzlies clinch the playoff berth. They are the two seed right now, and it's not close. No. It's not close. The Suns have an eight-and-a-half game lead over the Grizzlies, so you can pretty much book it. The Suns are going to be the number one seed coming out of the Western Conference. Uh, both of these teams, unreal. The Suns are 9-1 in their last 10. The Grizzlies are 8-2 and two in their last 10. That's crazy. I mean, th- th- these guys are going to be a matchup problem. Yes. Yes. And for, e- for everybody in the West. And not to mention the uh, uh, the crazy stat that we all saw. Uh, the Grizz the are seventeen and two without Ja. That's unreal. And they're beating the and beating teams by eighteen and a half points. Again. Yeah, and they're 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 beating some good teams too. Yes. It's not like they're just beating up on, you know, the bottom feeders in the league. They're they're winning some, you know, credible games. And I mean, when Ja comes back, this this man, this this could be something. I mean, I'm not going I'm not gonna make any playoff predictions, but they're gonna you know, keep an eye, keep an eye they're definitely gonna be a problem. Uh, number three in the West right now are the Golden State Warriors, and the Jazz are number four. The Dallas Mavericks are five, and the Denver Nuggets are six. In that play-in line, you have the Minnesota Timberwolves at seven. They are one game behind the Nuggets, and it's looking like eight, nine, ten are going to be eight, nine, ten going forward unless the Pelicans fall off. Uh, the Pelicans right now are the 10. They are one game in front of the San Antonio Spurs. The Lakers are nine. The Clippers are eight. And like I said, the Minnesota Timberwolves are seven. Um, I don't even know what to make of the Lakers anymore. I, I really don't. Nobody I don't does. What to make. Nobody does. Uh, it, they look like, you know – they're getting their act together and they're going to, you know, at least try and make some noise going forward into the playoffs. And then the next minute, they look like one of the worst teams in the West. Yeah, they're too uh, gentle and hide for me. Uh, yeah, I also uh, don't know what to make of them. No, uh, I don't. I don't. I don't. The, the LeBron's doing his part. That's the only thing I can really say. <laughs> 
I mean, but I mean, what 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 else do you? I mean, what else do you expect? Of course he is. And I mean, it's like he almost has no choice. He's in playoff mode. Remember? Yeah. Don't do that. Yo, you dirty. <laughs> Playoff mode activated. Play in mode activated. The Lakers are 11 games under 500. I mean, this, a, I, I, play in listen, I mean, I know, I, I know, I know they won that championship in the bubble. I know. I, and I'm not, again, I'm not knocking any of the, the teams that either, you know, won an abbreviated season championship like they did in baseball or a bubble championship like they did in uh, basketball and hockey. But can we talk honestly about the Lakers right now with LeBron James? They have not been that good. No. No. They haven't been. They have that championship, right? But outside of that championship, they have not been good. Absolutely not. Flash in the pan. Yep. It's like they caught lightning in the bottle that one year, and then every other year it's been like they've been bad. They've been horrible. Let's be honest. All right. AD can't stay healthy for a whole year. No, he can't. Uh, having that break in the bubble, that's, that's, <laughs> it seems like that's the, the side fact. Hmm. Uh, quick update from this Midwest Regional Final. Uh, Kansas is starting to pull away. Uh-oh. Kansas now up 47-40, to 40 and oh, a beautiful and one just now. Uh, yeah, Miami looked like they, they, they shot their load in that first half. <laughs> All right, fellas, it's time for the power rankings. That was not – well, yeah, but of course. No, not that last call. Last call was legit. But I see oh. some sessions where it was like, like mm, kind of iffy. Come on, man. You know, you know the blue bud's going to get the calls. You know that. <laughs> you know that. All right, man, time man, for man, our power. Why would you say something that I have no rebuttal for? Because, <laughs> listen, that's exactly what it's going to be, man. It's going to be, it, like, it's going to be a final four of – the traditional, you know, college basketball programs. And, and, and Villanova is starting to, like, put themselves into that conversation now. Yes. Yeah. I'm impressed with I Villanova. mean, I'm impressed with Jay Wright in his, uh, his tenure. With yes. yes. Unless, I think, unless St. Peter's <laughs> shocks the world later today. And I, I am, listen, I'm supposed to be getting some sleep around here. I, got, I I almost want to stay up and watch that game now. And, and if I don't, I'm going to hit the record button and watch it when I wake up. All right, fellas, time for our top five in the power rankings this week. Uh, I have the – oh, boy, it was tough to pick a five. We talked about it. It was tough to pick a five, but my five by default this week are the Golden State Warriors. Uh, John, who's your five? Ah. Uh... The Nets. <laughs> Sorry, guys. The Nets. Though. You know, I had to, I had to, I had to, I had to keep myself from giving my knee-jerk reaction to hearing the Nets. But okay, uh, Sadell, who's your five? I couldn't hold back, but 
I mean, maybe you could have a, a worse reaction from mine. Um, the Toronto Raptors. No, nah, the Raptors. I ain't. I ain't no. Raptors. No. All right, who's your four, Sadell? Hold up, man. The Raptors are eight and two in their last ten games. I'm not. Listen, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not pissing on your pick. I'm saying you. You know you. They. They. They fine. <laughs> they okay. All right. So. All right. Number, Celtics. Okay. All right. My number four is also the Celtics. John, who's your four? The Sixers. Might as well give us your three while you're at it. Celtics. Celtics. They yeah. on fire. Saw that. All game. right. Uh, uh, Sadell, who's your three? Sixers. Yeah, see, and I, I think I think I think you and I got a little Sixers bias going on here, and I ain't afraid to admit <laughs> it because I have to see the three. Uh, again, it like I don't think there's any reason to to like build up any suspense. The Suns and Grizzlies are one and two again. <laughs> oh, so, listen, let, let us just go from here. I think maybe from here on out because. I, I don't know if like how bad they're gonna fall off if they do, but let's see what happens this week because I think this coming week we may just have to give five, four, and three. <laughs> because the have like they've held down the top two spots for damn near a month and a half. Yep, they beat everybody, man. The only the only thing the Grizzlies lose to is the Sun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is unreal. All right, well, let's get right into it. It's like some nuke out of nowhere. All right, let's get right to it, John, your dumbass of the week. I got two of them this week. Uh, Panthers wide receiver She Smith arrested on drug and gun charges. Sadell, check your team. (laughs) Check your team. All right, who's your other one? Uh, Tyrone Liu, the Clippers coach for that dumb, stupid statement that got fact-checked. Liu, no, no, no. I'm normally, I am normally for a roasting of the Sixers, but come on. You got fact-checked. Because you're like, oh well, and beating Harden would be top, uh, you know, uh, top ten in scoring. Yeah, top ten in scoring if they weren't at the foul line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they got facts and like, then- oh well, the Clippers would be thirtieth ranked in scoring <laughs> if they didn't go to the foul line. <laughs> Yo, man, sometimes it's best to just keep your damn mouth shut, man. Like, just seriously. Come like, just come on. Like, let you that go. Something about that L. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like it was a close loss. They got their asses whooped. Yeah. yeah. Right, you know. All right. Uh, Sadell, who's your person of the week? <clears throat> I, mean, I should add Daryl Murray to this list <laughs> for the clapback. Um... <laughs> People with me, have a so uh, you mentioned you uh, the person, uh, um, 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 Carolina, Carolina for the women, for the women, mm-hmm. uh, 
I hope it's not Leah. Leah yeah. Boss. Yeah. She had uh, she had uh, it's the first time in NCAA women's tournament history the player has had a 2020 game. 28 points, 28 points, rebounds. Week 16, UNC. Okay. All right. Who, who, who's your other person of the week, man? I got a feeling I'm not going to like this one. Are you definitely not going to like my friend? <laughs> and it's two more. Uh, let's go with... Uh, Duke player Mark Williams, the center. And this weekend, well, since Thursday, he has had to battle out the other Williams from the other team, proving that he is the best one. <laughs> so, here we go. He has averaged 14 points, 12 rebounds, or so 80% from the field, 80% from the free throw line. Ultimately, I'm stalling him out. Go ahead, let it go ahead. Go ahead. Here goes victory. Here goes victory lap. I only love this. As we going back to Coach K again. (laughs) (laughs) A record 101 NCAA tournament win and a record final four appearance. Here we go. And tell me again why my, my guy is not the best coach in college basketball history. Uh, we went I over mean, this song. Man. I mean, do we got do we got do we got the championships that John Wooden got? No, nope. no, no. <laughs> they had Kareem and Bill Walton back to back. I mean, that's not his fault. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I mean, also, uh, Coach Kate has had to deal with this. Listen, man. Listen. No, I'm gonna I'm let him have it, man. I'm gonna let him have it. No, no, no. Let no, him no, have no, it. No, no, no. Huh? The kid's name. But imagine if we could imagine play with him for you. I'm not. I'm not doing this with you. I'm not doing this today, man. I'm not. Well, I'm about ready. To, I'm about ready to end the show now, man. Earth, like, come no, on, no, man. No, no, you no, killing no, me? Who? Who you got? I got Tomas Sadorensky, the one who closed line Grayson Allen. Oh. Thank you very much. Ah, uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Oh, by the way, by the way, uh, I did I didn't want to give it while you guys were uh, in the middle of your your you know your your things. But my 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 dumb asses of the week uh, are the Gonzaga Bulldogs for so once again <laughs> finding a way to choke. Uh, now, my 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 person of the week. Uh, Listen, are you always Jay Wright? You know, Jay Wright. And, and I'm going to tell you why, Jay Wright. I said I would get back to this. Uh, I'm in a couple of different sports forums on Facebook. And about, I'll say about eight years ago, maybe, maybe around eight years ago, uh, people were calling Jay Wright the most overrated coach in Big Five history. Yeah, well, they didn't say Now that. you look at it. You look at it now. He's been the three Final Fours. Won a couple national championships. Um, give that man the props that he deserves. Uh, my thing of the week. Uh, we kind of hit on it. 
But I have a couple of things this week. Obviously, watch all the wrestling you can this week. All of it. As much of it as you can, just watch it. Enjoy it. WrestleMania next weekend. But it is the week that MLB The Show releases. Yes. To those who, you know, to those who get the early, you know, the early release, Friday. Friday is our day. Now, as far as you go, as far as you go, John, you're not going to come in here with your Xbox slander, man. All right? I got enough of that from Sadell with this Duke shit today, all right? All right? We're not going to start this. Like, we're we not going to end this show with Duke slander and Xbox slander coming in on the show, man. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. We got to end this show on a happy note, okay? We got to end this show on a happy we got to end this show on a I mean, and I mean, what's wrong with free? <laughs> what's wrong with Duke? See, this is why, man. This is man, why, man. There's everything wrong why. with Duke. This is why, I man. Mean, yo, yo. Y'all both about to get what you pay for. Yo, man. Yo, yo. Check this out, man. Y'all both about to get fired. <laughs> 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 oh, man, I'm about to go on Indeed.com and put, you know, put out for two new co-hosts, man. Y'all killing me, man. <laughs> All right, listen. Is that what you said? Y'all killing me, man. Y'all killing me with this Xbox talk, this Duke talk. I can't take it, man. I can't, I can't do it, man. I can't do it. Y'all killing me, man. Y'all killing me. Anyway, uh, a couple of hours from now, St. Peter's in North Carolina will tip off. Uh, the winner will face Duke. Uh, as it stands right now, one last update before we get out of here. Kansas is up 49-42 to 42 on Miami, 11-37 to go in the second half. The winner of this game will play Villanova on Saturday. Um, yeah, that's the one thing I did want to say. Um that is going to make my Saturday night very interesting around here because I, I still have to go to work Saturday night, but you're going to have Villanova's game against the winner of this Miami Kansas game. And right now it's looking like it's going to be Villanova versus Kansas. You're going to have WrestleMania going on. Uh, please tell me the six don't play Saturday. Like, like if the Sixers play Saturday, I, I think I may lose my damn mind. And uh, they do play like, Saturday because they might be a little. <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry, 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 I let, yeah, listen, man. I think I may, um, I may feel a little bit of a cold coming on, man. Yeah, I may feel a little bit. I might have, I might have a final four flu. <laughs> <laughs> Duke All right, listen. Huh? Duke suckinitis? Oh. No, no, they're trying to for a fever because you know that was turning up the heat. Oh, nah, man, no. Didn't I say we not ending the show like that? Didn't I say? You know what? You know what? You know what? Check this out. Check this out. Um, we'll be on again next weekend, and I would love nothing more. Than to come on on Sunday, whatever morning, afternoon, or whatever, 
and and give a eulogy for for Coach K's college basketball career coming to an end because either North Carolina or St. Peter's got them out of there. <laughs> Everybody, Tuesday show. Stay tuned. No, we not. No, no we not. No, we not. Listen, man. Listen, y'all win the national championship. I'm muting you, man. I'm muting you. every 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 show, man. So when you start talking about Duke, I'm hitting the mute button, man. <laughs> Yo, we'll check you guys out next week. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Threes on Fire podcast. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.